This is our devotional commentary for 2 Corinthians chapter 7. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Since we have these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit, bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. Make room in your hearts for us. We have wronged no one. We have corrupted no one. We have taken advantage of no one. I do not say this to condemn you, for I said before that you are in our hearts to die together and to live together. I am acting with great boldness toward you. I have great pride in you. I am filled with comfort. In all our affliction, I am overflowing with joy. For even when we came into Macedonia, our bodies had no rest, but we were afflicted at every turn, fighting without and fear within. But God, who comforts the downcast, comforted us by the coming of Titus, and not only by his coming, but also by the comfort with which he was comforted by you, as he told us of your longing, your mourning, your zeal for me, so that I rejoiced still more. For even if I made you grieve with my letter, I do not regret it, though I did regret it, for I see that That letter grieved you, though only for a while. As it is, I rejoice not because you were grieved, but because you were grieved into repenting. For you felt a godly grief, so that you suffered no loss through us. For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. For see what earnestness this godly grief has produced in you, but also what eagerness to clear yourselves, what indignation, what fear, what longing, what zeal, what punishment. At every point you have proved yourselves innocent in the matter. So although I wrote to you, it was not for the sake of the one who did the wrong, nor for the sake of the one who suffered the wrong, but in order that your earnestness for us might be revealed to you in the sight of God. Therefore we are comforted. And besides our own comfort, we rejoiced still more at the joy of Titus, because his spirit has been refreshed by you all. For whatever boasts I made to him about you, I was not put to shame. But just as everything we said to you was true, so also our boasting before Titus has proved true. And his affection for you is even greater as he remembers the obedience of you all, how you received him with fear and trembling. I rejoice because I have complete confidence in you. I love mankind. It's people I can't stand. Well, some days we can all relate to Linus Van Pelt of the Peanuts Gang. Investing in others, it's time-consuming and costly. It will drain your energy and increase your anxiety. It may involve painful conversations and sleepless nights. It's not easy hanging in there with people through their stubbornness and foolishness. It's messy, unpredictable. Yet we are never more in step with God than when we invest in people, loving them for the long haul. 
After all, God was perfectly satisfied in himself, yet chose to glorify his own name by creating people and rescuing them from sin. So we also bring him glory and deepen our joy whenever we pour our energies into people. The most striking thing about 2 Corinthians 7 is the depth of emotional engagement which Paul's words convey. Sometimes this apostle is viewed as a cold intellectual, and there's no doubt God gave Paul a first-class mind. But he was also a man of passionate feelings and warm affections. He speaks of his great pride in the believers at Corinth, whom he holds close to his heart. He is overflowing with joy, as he puts it, as he writes to them. This is the church which gave Paul the most intense, longest-lasting headaches. Yet he loves these people deeply. He has poured himself out for their well-being. Paul admits that he had been stressed about this church, and also about Titus, who hadn't yet shown up to meet him as planned. But when he finally arrived, Titus brought good news from Corinth. Paul was not only relieved that Titus was safe, but also that the Corinthians hadn't rejected him. They still cared about the pastor who planted their church, even if he had reprimanded them in some painful visits and hard-hitting letters. And if that wasn't enough, Paul also took great joy in how Titus delighted in the Corinthians, and they delighted in him. Can you sense his sincere heart for people? To genuinely love people, one must be willing to say what needs to be said, even if it's not popular. Paul had tackled a difficult moral issue in the church. Though others tolerated a public sin, Paul called it out. Thankfully, his words were taken to heart, and the outcome was encouraging. Initially, they were stung by his words, but godly grief led to true repentance, and this led to pure joy for them and Paul. Worldly grief, as he puts it, produces no such results. Not every claim of repentance is real, but turning from sin to God brings no regret. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.